This is the SNS Podcast with your host, RP3. How are you guys doing today? Thank you for joining me. Today we are going to discuss a matter that I find troubling within new believers or within maybe some uh, people who have, had, who have been believers. The topic is deliverance or Christians with demons. Can one who has been saved and set free through the salvation and the blood of Jesus also a harbor a demon? Stay tuned as we go ahead and play some clips of some troubling things that I found across the interwebs. And as we discuss, in my opinion, why these are false. Be right back. And here's our intro. This is the S&S podcast hosted by RP3. A show that dives into the realms of mindset, truth, and faith. A unique blend of a chill and energetic style will guide you through inspiring discussions on a search for truth, developing a successful mindset, and exploring the faith. Join in as we explore the dynamics to nurture a resilient mind and navigate the landscape of truth and explore faith in our lives. Whether you are seeking a dose of positivity or a common truth, the S&S Podcast is here to accompany you on your journey to empowerment and enlightenment. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. And remember, the only limit is yourself. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for enduring through that lovely intro of ours. So I want to first start off with Ephesians 11, or I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. And the reason I start here is because you get a lot of pushback from people saying, oh, you know, you shouldn't be calling people out or exposing this and exposing that. We are called and told to expose the truth and expose these false teachings and things that are uh the fruit of darkness, you know, the unfruitful works of darkness, as we're going to see right here. Right now, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, I'll pop it up on screen for you. As well, as always, I will be looking aside, commonly uh, breaking, breaking view with the camera or contact with the camera, just because I have my notes aside so I can stay on track, on track and so I don't lose you guys. Thank you also if you are listening to this podcast on YouTube uh, we are also now on, officially, on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music. You can also find us on our website at the S and, or the SSPodcast.Castos.com. That is the SSPodcast.Castos.com. Again, the SS podcast at Castos. I'm just messing this all up right now. I'm super excited about this episode. The SS podcast.castos.com. That is the SS podcast.castos.com. And now we have Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, which says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And if we go into our concordance here, or interlinear concordance, the Greek word for reprove is elenko, 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 okay? And the outline of biblical usage of this word is to convict, to refute, confute, 
generally with a suggestion of shame of the person convicted. By conviction, to bring to light, to expose, to find fault with, correct, by word, to reprehend severely, chide, admonish, reprove, to call to account, show one his fault, demand an explanation, by deed, to chasten, and to punish. Okay, so we're going to back out there. We're going to bring up some other verses for you. Now, true deliverance or Christians with demons. Can a Christian truly have a demon? You know, my understanding of the scripture is that, you know, we receive our freedom and our liberty uh, through, our, through our salvation through Christ. Right. So we're going to bring up 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So my question is, to these deliverance ministries that preach that though you are saved, you can still harbor a demon. And I bring this up because there is one by the name of Isaiah Saldivar. Um, you know, while at work, I tend to watch a lot of videos on YouTube. Again, in my search for truth, I try to begin the day by reading my scripture. I try to read at least three, chap three chapters a day and not read, but study. Study through either whether I'm reading the Old Testament or New Testament. I try to study through the Hebrew or the Greek uh, as pertaining to whichever, uh, to what I'm reading. Um, then I'll, you know, I'll hop on YouTube. I'll play some videos and, the, and my playlist is constantly being you know, flooded or recommending different videos based on what I watch. And I watched this video, or it was a short or video the other day, and this guy, Isaiah Saldivar, says that he, he, uh, him being delivered, his, I'm par paraphrasing here, but pretty much, you know, he, he's, he gets his, his oil changed in his car every three, 4,000 miles, something like that. And he's like, yeah, you know, every, few months i gotta go and and be delivered again well my question is what are you being delivered from if you not have if you have if you have truly gained your salvation which is a true deliverance you know through salvation what are you being delivered from that is my personal question i i, I find fault with that because as we just read here in second corinthians corinthians chapter 3 verse 17 again i'll read now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, which is freedom. And we can go in, let's see, into the Greek. We look up that word liberty. Okay. So, this is a tough one to pronounce. <laughs> I don't want to butcher it, but I'm going to try. Eleutheria. Eleutheria. Okay, it's not bad. Eleutheria. Liberty to do or to admit things having a relationship to salvation. Fancied liberty. License, the liberty to do as one pleases. True liberty is living as we should, not as we please. So as we see here in this, in the, uh, I guess in this definition, this is a type of freedom, okay? Liberty to do or to admit things having no relationship with salvation. Right. So back to what I was saying, 
if you have, well, there it's saying having no relationship with salvation, liberty to do or to omit things. So if you have true liberty or true freedom, then how can we say that we also have a demon? Okay? Because the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is dwelling with you, then there's no way for darkness or a demonic spirit to co-inhabit, to co-inhabit uh, with you, per se. Co-inhabit with you. Co-inhabit your body with you, your being. Anywho. <laughs> um, so that's my thing. It's like, it's like how do we, how, do, how does one truly have deliverance but also needs to be delivered? It, it kind of contradicts itself. So in my honest opinion, believers cannot have demons. But if you must be constantly delivered, then I say you haven't obtained true deliverance yet. And some of the things these these people call demons, you know, they say you have a demon of 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 cancer or I, I saw one video not probably the same guy i believe but someone else they said they're casting out the demon of de or the spirit of death okay now that is very troubling just listen to these words cast out the spirit of death well what is the spirit of death i kind of i'm trying to wrap my head around it and I try to think like Okay, they're going to cast out the spirit of death. You cannot cast the spirit of death. No, death is the wages of sin. Okay, the word says the wages of sin is death. That is our, that is something we are promised them we are going to face one day because of our fallen nature, because we are born sinners. So when you say you cast out the spirit of death, what are you truly casting out? I, you know, I find it, I find it kind of, kind of uh you know not ironic but just puzzling that you're going to cast something out that we are to face eventually one day who knows when that day is for me it could be right now if you're watching this it didn't happen because i've been able to edit and upload this video but it can happen at any moment any time any place it doesn't matter but you cannot cast out the spirit of death but they call other things, you know, demonic spirits like cancer or, or uh, you know, a demonic spirit of, you know, just I can't remember off the top of the head, but many, but many things. And it's like, well, you know, cancer to me is a byproduct of being in a fallen state. You know, we will face sicknesses, sickness. We will face adversity. We will face a lot of things. And it's like some of these char charismatic preachers, they try to like Joel Osteen, for one, you know, they, you know, they say, you know, all this prosperity gospel, I'm not, he's a prosperity guy, but he's not, I wouldn't say charismatic, but he's very, he is very charismatic. But they, they try to tell you all these things, you know, you know, God don't want you to be sick. He wants you to have this abundance of life and this and this and that, which by, to an extent, yes, it's true. But the word never says you will not face sickness. You will, the word never says you you will you would not face financially uh, hard times. The word does not say 
that you will you will you will just live in this happy bubble of abundance in your entire life. No. In fact, you will constantly be tested. You will constantly you will go through things through life. You're going to face sickness. You're going to face trials and you're going to face tribulation. That's just a byproduct of the fallen state that we're in. Until the day comes when we receive our glorified bodies, then you won't be sick. But, you know, the book of Revelation says, you know, they will hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. There will be no pain. There will be no sickness. But this is not until we receive our glorified body and we are reigning with Christ. You know, so it, it uh, not only just reigning with Christ, but when we receive mainly our glorified bodies, that's, you know, when you can when you will reach that abundance of being eternally with the father and having, you know, received your glorified body and being uh, free of sickness, free of health problems, free of there's not going to be financial problems because you're not going to need finances in heaven. You're not going to need any, you know, finances in the new in the new kingdom, the new Jerusalem. So it's it's kind of just I don't know where these things come from with these guys where they say where they claim everything is a demon. Sadly, it's not the case. It's not the case. Not everything is a demon, you know. But uh, they do hold a lot of these like deliverance ministries. And, you know, I started clicking through on YouTube, like watch one video and I watch another. And I started seeing something very uh, common among it. And it's like, well, you know, the people that that uh, are delivered in these ministries is like or these these deliverance uh, retreats or whatever you want to call them conferences. They're being possessed by some pretty uh, some pretty cool demons, you know, to allow them to be taken to the place where they're going to be cast out. Hey, there, there's some uh, <laughs> some pretty uh, tolerant demons, if you ask me. But, you know, you can you can be delivered and set free through the blood of Jesus when you accept the blood of Jesus, Yeshua, Messiah, Yeshua Hamashiach. You can receive deliverance when you when you believe on his name, when you believe that he died and rose again on the, on the third day, when you believe that his blood was shed for your sins. That you may receive eternal life when you move on from this place. You know, that to me is true deliverance, is being being cleansed and saved by the blood of Jesus. What other, what what more do you need? Then, you know, you're, yes, you're going, again, you're going to face tribulation and trials in, in, in life. You're constantly being worked on through the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. For the word says, all have fallen short of the glory of God. You know, there is none perfect but God. So you cannot expect to be perfect in this life. You know, but that doesn't mean that every time that you you go through something, you have a demon. It doesn't mean that just because, you know, you you fallen short doesn't mean you have a demon. You may now I'm not saying willfully sin, but you may fall into the temptation of the flesh for the word says that the flesh and the spirit are battle each other they're battle they battle each other paraphrasing here but you're not going to 
unless you are Messiah, unless you are Yeshua, then and you're perfect in all of your ways, then I commend you. But you're not. So you're not going to have this perfect walk of life because you're constant battle with the with the with with the flesh. That's why in your daily prayer in the in the Lord's prayer, deliver us from temptation. You know, or deliver us from evil. I'm sorry. Deliver us from evil, but you also you also you're going to you have to constantly pray because prayer is key you have to constantly ask to be you know led not into temptation you know lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil but you may come short of that it's like the old time the old the old question like will a murderer go to heaven will a murderer go to heaven or will a murderer not go to heaven type down below in the comments what do you think but you can repent from something horrible that you've done and truly give your life over to Yeshua, to the Messiah, to Christ, and be saved. I believe it was Paul, who is formerly Saul, persecuted many Christians. And look who God led through the Holy Spirit, converted him and saved him and he wrote how many books of the new testament you know first and second thessalonians uh, colossians first and second corinthians uh ephesians and paul was a warrior for christ he was set on fire for christ but before that he persecuted how many christians how many so don't tell me a murderer cannot be saved because there's no sin outweighs the other Sin is sin. Therefore, you must repent. You must be set free by the Father, by the blood of Jesus. And do your best to walk in righteousness the rest of your life until you receive your glorified body. Um, but on the topic of deliverance, there was another. Another there's another one that came up and. Man, I tell you, it was uh, pretty disturbing. Her name is Catherine Crick. If you ask me, she's uh, she's good at laundering money from people. <laughs> and I look, I I will pray that she repents and stop doing what she's doing, spreading false doctrine. I have a couple clips I'm gonna play. The first one is apparently this is her anointing. She's anointed by this guy in Africa, Baba something, Father something they call him. I can't remember his name. Uh, Upako, Upako, Moya Upako, something like that. And this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna warn you, this clip is kind of tough to watch. But there's some things I want to point out in here. So this is her so-called anointing. I'm playing this video first, and I'm going to play a second video of her. 
and which is and and it's going to kind of wrap up why I'm weary of not even weary, but yeah, weary of these deliverance people because they're always talking about either you need to be constantly delivered, and then they they squeeze at least for her, she'll squeeze money out of you to deliver you, or and it's and and manipulate her words or manipulate the message as to why you have to sow into her or sow your your money sow your money so spiritually you can be freed from certain things but we're going to watch this clip really quick and um and we'll talk a little and then we'll get to the next one I don't know, man. Something just seems kind of like cult-like right now. <laughs> They're all just like standing, staring into, staring to this guy's face. I don't know, but we'll continue here. Okay, now there, that's where that's where there's a huge problem. Okay, we will be nothing without you, Baba. Who is this guy? Is he Jesus? I'm playing. Don't all you know, guys. Oh, he blasphemy. I'm. That's a joke. Okay, I know he's not, but this is very disturbing. We would be nothing without you. So I want to interrupt really quick. The story behind this guy. Apparently, he had a dream that Jesus gave him the keys to set the world free. Apparently. Um, it was on his website or something like that. Apparently, he had a dream, and in the dream, Jesus gave him the keys, and he's like the guy, the go-to guy, to set free everybody and to anoint and and apostolize everybody, something like that. So I want to I, I have to say that apparently she's talking about this guy. There's someone she just referred uh, John's words when he was baptizing the Jordan, when he said there's some there's one uh, greater than me coming that was before me whose shoes I am unworthy to unlatch. So she just referenced that passage while speaking to this guy. So kind of saying pretty much to me what she's saying is that he's the great one coming before her before she goes out into the world and sets and delivers everybody. We want to see Jesus come out of the way. We want a guy 
So apparently the only way to re- really receive Jesus, what she's saying, is through this guy. That's the only way you're going to receive Jesus. The only way you're going to meet Jesus is through this guy. Okay, this is very cult-like. <laughs> Daddy. What? All right, now this last part is very disturbing. Very disturbing. This is almost like David Koresh cult like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now watch. Here comes the bow. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just saying. All right. Very, very. Very cult-like, okay, and it's uh, and it's and and that whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so the reason I started with Ephesians because we're talking about false teachings and this false teacher here. Wow, we're gonna get into another clip before we close out. I'm going to read Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 through 8. As ye therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in faith, in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So these, uh, this spoiling that's being spoken of here, this, this spoiling is, is uh, in a sense, being taken, right? So beware lest any man spoil you or take you through philosophy and vain deceit. So now philosophy is not a bad thing, but when that philosophy is rooted in a vain deceit, then it becomes a bad thing. So let no man spoil or take you, okay, through through a philosophy of vain or, or deceitful teachings or after traditions of men or after the rudiments of the world. And if we want to go and check out the meanings or the uh, Greek Greek word for rudiments, 
is stoichion, stoichion, stoichion. And it says here, any first thing from which the others belonging to some series or composite whole take their rise in element first principle. There's a lot going on there. Okay. Um, and then I wanted to go to also, I want to go to the book of Acts chapter, uh, was it 28 verse 25, 31. No, 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 no. Wow. What chapter? What chapter? What chapter? What chapter? What chapter? What chapter? Bear with me one second, guys. If you are listening to this on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, uh, don't worry about not being able to see the video. I'm sure you can hear quite well what's going on. Um, It's just, it's very... It's very, you know, concerning. Sorry, I'm looking for my Bible. I guess I left it out in the kitchen. It's very concerning. Or did I? I let, did I leave it? Um, it's very concerning what's going on nowadays with these, these false teachers. And like I said, we're going to get into another video clip. Again, if you're listening online or listening, listening, uh, through uh, Apple, Apple, Spotify, or Amazon, or on the website there. I'm just looking right now for a verse. I can't remember which verse. I believe maybe Acts chapter 28, verse Anywho, can't find it right now. Actually, you know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break and I will have that back for you. moves fast, but some things deserve a pause. Introducing Shiloh and Saint LLC. Our clothes are a reminder to slow down, to appreciate the grace woven into every moment. Let your attire echo your values. Shiloh and Saint LLC. Because your style should speak of grace. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. All right, so I did find it was Acts chapter 20, verse 25, um, verses 25 to 31. I'm going to read that really quick because this ties in, again, with false teachers. How we were warned by Paul to beware of this. He even warned, I believe this was the, uh, this were the elders, I believe the elders of Ephesus. He warned them that even after he left, that they would come and start preaching false doct- doctrines, and that there will be even people among them that will be 
some of the ones teaching. So here we have Acts chapter 20, uh, verse 25 through 31. And now, behold, I know that ye, all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take, to, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of man. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over which over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. There's your salvation. It's your deliverance right there. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. We're going to stop there. So even here, we see Paul warning of more of false preachers. Not only did Christ warn, he said there shall arise many false prophets. Okay. There, there's going to be an arise of false prophets, false teachings. And this individual uh, the crook here, the launderer of the launderer of money and deliverance, is one of them. It, it, she she truly is, and we're gonna go now and review this clip. And because you know a lot of people, they get so mesmerized by these the the charisma of certain individuals and how powerful and how powerful they speak but you must remember as said in second corinthians chapter 11 verse 14 and no marvel for satan himself is transformed into an angel of light the best way for you to be able to have discernment is with the holy spirit but you must read your word that's the best way god will speak to you he will tell you he will teach you his ways through the Holy Spirit and through studying of his word. So you do not, so you are not deceived. The Bible says, be not deceived. Okay. So we're going to play this final clip here and we're going to get out of your hair. And uh, yeah, so this one is just listen. So you need to sow to receive that is not biblical okay so i'm not against tithing but tithing is comes from we get tithing from the old testament okay you have the uh, levitical priests which were the priesthood came from the tribe of uh levi i believe you know the levitical priests okay and they were given a 10% they were given a tithe for for their work for the work that they were doing of preaching and leading the people uh, of Israel, okay. But this person here is saying you must tithe to receive. Sometimes they have a basket for seeds, so sometimes. Uh, there's a seed to desire or, or a seed for a need or what? You can give a seed if you have a certain need or desire. 
What does the word say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and these things shall be added upon added unto you. When you seek the kingdom of God first, all your needs and desires will be met. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. It doesn't say sow your money, your labor that you labor for into the kingdom of God. It says seek ye first the kingdom of God, and these things shall be added unto you. Did y'all hear that? That's the key to your deliverance or something? Sorry, let me go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go back just a little more. A key for many people's deliverance is to sow. What are these people talking about? The key to deliverance is to sow for some people. It is not to plead the blood of Jesus. It is not to believe on his name. It's not to receive your salvation by believing on the blood of Christ, that he died for your sins, that he rose again, that you are set free through Christ. Is that not your deliverance, being set free through Christ? That's not being delivered? Then what are you being, being delivered for when you're set free through Christ? The key that's going to unlock your deliverance is giving your hard-earned money to a, a ministry such as hers and her church. Again, I'm not against tithing. I'm not against doing good deeds and good works. Okay, now works are not going to get you into heaven. We are set free from works. Works are of the flesh. We are not. We are circumcised through the spirit. Okay, your works are not going to get you to heaven. Your works are not going to get you your salvation. You, so, again, I'm, I'm all for tithing or and offerings or, you know, helping charities. What I personally do, I like to help out with different charities. There's one that I'm with. Um, the Fellowship of Jews and Christians. There's also uh, one for Israel ministry. There's different ways you can give your money and to help support the kingdom of Christ. Okay, but sowing is not your key to deliverance. Yeah, giving money to psychics, that's even, that's irate. That's That's the dumbest thing ever. And you can watch a video uh, that I did on divination. It talks about psychics. And I'm not bashing her for this. She's saying that people have been giving their money to psychics, which they shouldn't converse with psychics or necromancers or things like that. But... And everybody nowadays is a prophet. I'm not a prophet. I'm not an apostle. I'm just a dude who tries to study his, his word every day if he can. But I'm just a dude that's th that that does doing his best trying to study the word, and through the truth that I receive through the Holy Spirit, I share it out with you guys. Okay, that's what I do. Don't call me no apostle. Don't call me a prophet. If the day comes where I deliver something and it comes true, then if the Father leads you to say something that this person is that, then feel free. But I'm not sitting here claiming because there's so many prophets and apostles nowadays. It's like, are these guys just are these people just claiming it themselves? And everyone is saying, God told me this. God told me, I am so weary. God, speak, I mean, God speaks to me. He speaks through the scriptures. Yes, he spoke audibly in the Old Testament to Moses. And, but this is how we speak to God. He speaks to us. He's given us everything we need right here in the scriptures. But every video you see now is, well, God told me this. God told me that. God told me this. God told me that. God told me. 
Bruh, y'all better stop playing with God. If he ain't telling you nothing, don't say he told you something. Say you feel like you want to say something. But don't be saying say God told me this. God's He went to other places to be delivered and he wasn't set free. So so but this is how they draw you in. But come to me and I can make it happen. You sold to me and I will deliver you. Once you sow into the kingdom of God, once you give the money, give your money to the kingdom of God, meaning i.e. for her, her church, then you will unlock the key to, to true deliverance, to full deliverance. This person's a crook, okay? Straight out, a crook, a fraud, a phony. The minute, the minute the lady paid the money, her son was delivered and started coughing up demons and was freed. All right, I'm done. Enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. Okay. So, as I was saying, I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm done. People. I'm 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 still like, you know, like, hey, this deliverance ministry stuff is, you know, these prosperity. I think I don't categorize them all in the same boat, but at the same time, a lot of them tend to twist scripture. I call them scripture twisters. <laughs> but excuse me. They tend to tend tend to twist scripture, manipulate you into giving your hard-earned money to them. There's been some, there's some videos I've seen. This one, there's a famous, like, the $1,000 seed. You see that you sow $1,000, it's going to come back tenfold to you. Man, you got people out here giving up their rent money, their mortgage, their car pay. They're giving up hard-earned money. Like, inflation ain't real. So you can manipulate them into thinking that they're going to receive this miracle of a blessing just because they gave a certain amount of money you asked for. Now, again, uh, the scripture says somewhere along the lines of, is it not better than to give than to receive? Okay, so yes, you should give cheerfully from your heart and bless other people. But don't go giving your last dollar thinking that God's going to now say, you know what? Your worries are finished. No more worries. No more worries. You gave me your $1,000 that this prophet I sent asked for. And now you will have all the blessing in the world. You will be free. Okay. Look at the look at these man, these people are sick, man. The Kenneth Copelands, the Joel Olsteins, um, Benny Hens. These people are sick. Okay? Do not follow them. They're manipulating you in your time of weakness. Call on the Father and stop placing your hope in this world. Okay, you're going to face hard times. And if y'all stressing right now about having a blessing, what y'all going to do when the dollar ain't worth nothing? What are y'all going to do in the last days when you have to receive that mark? You going to go to Benny Hinn or, or Catherine Crick or, 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 or Kenneth Copeland or Joel Osteen? You going to go to them so, they can, so you can sow your seed? No, you either going to take the mark or you're not going to take the mark or you will not buy or sell. All right, so y'all need to get it right, man. 
And with that being said, again, this is the SNS Podcast. I'm your host, RP3. You can find us on the SSpodcast.castos.com. That is the SNSpodcast.castos.com. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. And that's where you can find us. And on YouTube as well, the SNS Podcast. That is the S, the and sign, S Podcast. Also, if you want some cool merch, we've just started our our uh, online, uh, how do you say, uh, merch store. Uh, we have some cool merchandise. Uh, this is something that I, uh, not a passion project, but this is something that I've did because I'm tired of going and not having stuff that truly represents me and you know what I like to, you know, the message I'm trying to put out there. So if you feel it, cool. If not, hey, take a look doesn't matter it's something out there that if you want some cool merch to represent yourself and your faith then take a look at um every quarter we plan as a company to we're going to donate i believe it was we're going to donate about five percent of the proceeds to different charities probably ones that i personally donate to right now but that's what we're going to do I have some merch coming in. I'll be able to show you guys coming up maybe in a few episodes on the road. Just waiting for it to get in and be delivered. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for joining me. Please do not fall for this manipulation of the scripture. Pick up your word. Read it for yourself. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in your days and in your walk. With that being said, God bless you all. Have a great day. I'm RP3, and this is SNS Podcast, and we're out.